Hello and welcome to a new section that I like to call Manifesto. These are either complaints or things I find. The first of this was the Bill Cipher one. I was initially going to do a entire manifesto on Project Crossstone, but this is more interesting. Now these are mostly things that I don't like that I want to explain to people why I don't like them. And it is a complex tale that I am going to tell that I have written all by myself and I have researched. So, here we go. So this is the Warner Revival Trilogy. Hello and welcome to the summarization of this entire thing. Now, I split this into a couple things I wrote. So this is the Warner Animation Group Revival Trilogy. Now, this is a trilogy that connects that goes through Scooby-Doo, Tom and Jerry, and the Looney Tunes, and combines the worst elements of them, being basketball, dumb crossover shit, and... and, uh... not... and later Tom and Jerry, and combines them all into a convoluted mess. So let's start with the first movie, Scoop. Plot. In a bizarre, Scooby and Shaggy go on a bizarre adventure with the son of the Blue Falcon, Dynamite, one of the teen angels, and Captain Caveman himself, as they stop Dix Dastardly from finding his beloved Muttley using Cerberus skulls. Also swearing, a bunch of Hammerbarrow references and implications to hell are involved to make this the most badly written Scooby revival to date. Franchises being revived. Scooby-Doo, Blue Falcon... Blue Falcon slash Blue Falcon Lucky Races, and Captain Caveman and the Team Angels. Franchise being emulated, the MCU. The Marvel Cinematic Universe, also known as the MCU. Warner Bros. had other trials, such as Legendary slash Toho's King Kong Monsterverse, the Lego Movie Universe, for the first Warner Animation Group Universe, and the DC Extended Snyderverse. This also kind of ties in with their doing, trying to make a Pokemon Cinematic Universe, which I really don't think it's going to work in any sort of fashion, and I think Nintendo will back out if you want to see the back of Pikachu, maybe. Development history. It was initially announced in 2014, it was announced in 2014, it was initially written by Randall Green. In 2015, renowned produ Warner producer Tony Savoni was going to direct. Was announced with producers Alan Abbey and Pam Coates, along with executive producers Charles Roven, Richard Suckle, and Dan Povenmire, the Doofenshmirtz voice actor. 2016 was announced going to be announced that the movie was going to emulate the MCU under the title Scoop as an acronym. The plot was initially going to be that the Mystery Inc. was going to work for a shield like organization and was also going to kickstart Hammerbarrow Cinematic Universe. Dax Shepard was also indirect, but dropped dead due to creative differences. The final screenplay was written by Adam Stizkiel, Jack Donaldson's Derek L. Elliott, and Mark Liebelman. With story cards by, by Liebelman, A.L. Podell, and Jonathan E. Stewart. In 2019, the cast was announced, including Frank Walker's Scooby-Doo, Billy West as Muttley from Mikey Races, Will Forte as Shaggy, Gina Rodriguez as Velma, Tracy Morgan as Captain Caveman, Zac Efron as Fred, Amanda Seyfried as Daphne, Kenji Young as Dynamite, Kelsey Clemens as that one girl from Black Girl from the Teen Angels, Mark Wahlberg as the son of the Blue Falcon, Jason Isaacs as Disc Dastardly, Simon Cowell as himself, McKenna Grace as a young Daphne, Ian Armitage as a young Shaggy, Ariana Greenblatt as a young Velma, and Pierce Garnon as a young Fred. 
Other voices include Eric Ga Eric Cowell, Simon Cowell's son, John DiMaggio, voice of Jake from Adventure Time, Tony Cervoni, the guy who directed and worked on the movie. And yes, that is a recurring theme because also, also they had, what was his name? Yeah, show that name on screen, huh? The director of the Tom and Jerry movie, who we'll get to, he voiced a pigeon in the Tom and Jerry movie. Harry Perry, Ira Glass, and Fred Tesh, or Henry Winkler. Music by Junkie XL. It was, in, was initially going to be released in September 21st, 2018. It was delayed to May 15, 2020. was released on digital due to the COVID-19 pandemic. The animation studio for the movie was Real Effects, mostly known for the 2013 Looney Tunes revival shorts. Its critical response was 47% Rotten Tomatoes. It was portrayed by having a very good crossover aspect and the criticisms that it was mostly a Blue Falcon movie. A better recommendation is Scooby-Doo and Guess Who. You'll see a recurring theme throughout all of this and why I think there are better stuff that Warner's doing in their TV department than in their movie department. I'm very sorry for most of these. The second movie is Tom and Jerry 2021. Tom and Jerry get booted out of, from their house and moved to a New York City hotel and caused destruction during a wedding. Other characters from the series that appear include Butch the Cat, Spike the Dog, Toots, Gal Tools, Toots Galore, Droopy, and Screwy Squirrel. Franchise being revived, Tom and Jerry and MGM is a larger whole. Franchise being emulated, Alvin the Chipmunks, or the brand idea created. Cartoon characters go on bizarre adventures with human OCs. With Alvin Chipmunks, you kind of got Dave Seville, who was the original Alvin Chipmunks guy. But then you got bizarre, and you made, like, Neil Patrick Harris' original character teams up with the Smurfs to stop Gargamel. You had... One of the dudes from the X-Men movies teaming up with Sonic the Frickin' Hedgehog to stop Eggman. You had... All of these, and they were dumb. And this time they're like, yeah, let's, let's not make Tom and Jerry go on a road trip, but Tom and Jerry go to a hotel. I heard of fans trying to solve this problem, and I really think this movie would have been fixed for some reason if it was more animated. I would have said flaws with Scoob. Make it more coherent. Don't try to make it a cinematic universe story. Tom and Jerry, make it animated. 2015, so here's the development history. And that's since 2009, it's an anti amongst... It was going to be based on the Paris origin with a Chicago backdrop. 2015, it was changed to be an animated film. It was changed to be an animated film. 2018, Tim Story, the director of the 2005 Fantastic Four series, was going to direct it, and it was shifted back to be a live-action animation film. Was interested before making the Shaft 2018 Shaft film, and was a Tom and Jerry super fan. 2018, the cast, the human cast, was announced, including Chloe Grace Moretz, Michael Pena, Colin Jost, Ken Jeong, Rob Delaney, Jordan Bulger. Pavali, Sharada, and Patsy Fernan. Farron. The voice cast included Tom and Jerry Archival Screams, Tom and Jerry being voiced by Archival Screams, Frank Welker, renowned voice actor Kaiji Tang, and another voice actor Andre Sogluso. And also Tom had a part where he sung a T-Pain song. Yeah, they literally put hip-hop in the movie. Please stop with this. Butch was voiced by... Celeb the other ones were voiced by unknown celebrities, including Nicky Jam. Butch being voiced by Nicky Jam. Spike by Mike. Bobby Cannavale. Butch's gang by the Plastic Cup Boys. And Tom's Devil and Angel Sides by Lil Ray Howie Howry. With music by Christopher Lennertz.
and animation by Framestore. It was initially going to be released in April 16, 2021, then was pushed up to December 23rd, 2020. Was delayed until March 5th, 2021, then it was eventually pushed up and released to February 6th, 26, 2021. Was released in theaters on HBO Max due to COVID. And yes, out of most of this year, there's a lot of shifting release date great fuckery by Warner Brothers, which is also happening, happening with Godzilla vs. Kong and Mortal Kombat, and may happen with Space Jam and the Legacy, which we'll get to later. It was also released with two special shorts by the people who made the 2020 Looney Tunes for Tom... 2020 Looney Tunes for HBO Max. Just watch those shorts if you find the movie and watch them in the extras and the 2014 Tom and Jerry series instead. As a recommendation. Critical response... 31% Rotten Tomatoes. Pros, the animated characters themselves. Con cons, the humans and the animation on the characters. Third movie, Space Jam 2 and a Legacy. Now, we will get... Now, there's no review stuff. I will do my own review and then look at the reviews later to improve this, but ahem. Plot, we'll update when the movie is released. On a trip to the WB lot, LeBron and his son Dom get abducted by War Machine from the MCU who is an AI named Algae Rhythm who's controlling a Warner Brothers server-verse. He steals Dom and tells LeBron the only way he can get his son back is in a game of basketball. LeBron declines, so War Machine sends him to the world of the Rejects, being the Looney Tunes. Now LeBron's team unite the Looney Tunes, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Tweety Burt, Tweety Sylvester, The Roadrunner, Wally Coyote, Speedy Gonzalez, Gossamer, Granny, Foghorn Leghorn, the Tasmanian Devil, Elmer Fudd, Yosemite Sam, Porky Pig, and Lola Bunny to do the first Space Jam all over again to stop them. Also, LeBron is a cartoon until the end, and also the Looney Tunes turn CGI. Did I also mention this takes place in a server where all of Warner's properties are? And to round that out, the Looney Tunes and LeBron have to fight video game upgrade version of the NBA and WNBA's players while also having to fight for LeBron's social media followers because War Machine wants them for SOME REASON! Franchise being revived, Looney Tunes, Space Jam. Franchise being emulated. I know people are saying Ready Player One, but I literally saw parallels with Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Well, here's my parallels. Basically the same plot. Main element of franchise become, being revived becomes digital. Looney Tunes in the serververse, Jumanji becoming a video game. Main character is a celebrity that transforms. LeBron becoming a cartoon and then the teens in the movie becoming the celebrities. It's kind of weird. The villain is the game itself. Don Cheadle, Jumanji itself. The title does not say either Space Jam 2 or Jumanji 2. Yes, and they want to make a franchise out of it, which there might be a third Space Jam movie in the works. Maybe. Development history. Well, this one's the longest, by the way. Ahem. Initially developed in 1996, the first, after the first film was released, the people who worked on it, with the people, lame people who worked on it, returning a Michael Jordan reprise his role. The films were going to be designed by Bob Kane, one of the creators of Ryan Simpy. Jordan and I agreed to start a sequel, and then people lied, saying that the sequel was actually in production, but then was eventually cancelled. Was The sequel was trying to be worked on again as Spy Jam with Jackie Chan, Race Jam, Jam with Jeff Gordon, and Golf Jam with Tiger Woods. All were canceled for releasing back in action, which is, I think, the only good movie out of this trilogy, I hope. Another film that was in development was Skate Jam with Tony Hawk, but was canceled when back in action didn't do too well in the box office. Hmm, I think back in action is better than Tom and Jerry 2021, I'm saying. And also, I saw a double-toasted guy who felt sorry for Sue, but thank that man for saving the life. 
It was arrived in 2014 with Will Ryan and starring Will was initially produced by Charlie Eb Ebersole and was with script written by Willie Ebersole. 2016, Justin Lin was going to direct the screen night along with Andrew Dodge and Alfredo Botello. 2018, Lin left the project while handing and had the directing and writing reins to Terrence Nance. Nance. In 2018, it was they officially announced the film was going to be produced by Ryan Coogler. 2019, Coogler and Seb Onahan were going to rewrite the script. The final script, Christ Go To, Jewel Taylor, to Tony Redemainer, Keenan Coogler, and Terrence Nance. 2019, Lance left the project to create differences and was replaced by Malcolm D. Lee. And also, they just see a lead to scene with Pepper Le Pew in the movie for some dumb reason. In 2020, a leaked teaser for the movie showed that there were going to be multiple Warner Media properties, not just the Looney Tunes, in the movie. The human cast, along with LeBron, include Don Cheadle, a.k.a. War Machine, as the antagonist Algae Rhythm, an evil computer algorithm, Cedric Joe as the main main MacGuffin, LeBron's son, Sequenia Martin-Green as LeBron's wife, Sierra J. Wright as LeBron's other son, Harper Leigh Alexander as LeBron's daughter. The voice cast includes renowned Looney voice actors, Jeff Bergman as... Bugs, Sylvester, Foghorn, Leghorn, and Fred Flintstone. Yeah, he's voicing Fred in this movie. Eric Bauza as Daffy Duck and Marvin. Bob Bergen as Porky and Tweety. Jim Cummings as Taz. Candy Milo and Candy Milo's Granny. We do not know who the voices of Yosemite Sam, Elmer, and or Gossamer are going to be. And possibly for the Roadrunner, they're going to use previous Paul Julian sounds. But also, for celebrity voices, they will have Zendaya as Lola and Gabriel Iglesias as Speedy. And yes, they're a small foot character, so they really want to... Hammer in the small foot references. It's music by Chris Bowers. An animation by ILM Noiro's Animation. It is set to release, if the date doesn't change, July 16th, 2021, and will release on theaters HBO Max due to COVID. I might pirate it, but eh. This is my... Now, why is it called the Warner Media Revival... The Warner Animation Group Revival Trilogy? All three were announced at the same time... Around the same time, Tom and Jerry in 2009, Space Jam 2 and... Space Jam... A New Legacy and Scoob in 2014... And all had long development cycles, the longest being a new legacy. Longest being a new legacy. And yes, the development got really convoluted as I just described. Commentaries was the weaker in development. We did not know much about how it was developed. But Scoob and Space Jam and New Legacy had a ton of development history by how it was going to work. Now, yes, I forgot the other releases, so I'll quickly say them. Ahem. Tom and Jerry released in theaters in HBO Max, and then Tom and Jerry released there in HBO Max, Scoob had a bunch of delays, and yeah! For Space Jam 2, I'm a bit worried. Um, this is being recorded before... Um, this is being recorded after the first trailer came out, and I think... You should just watch Lincoln's cartoons, and I think a better plot would have been if if I would have done if, if, if I made the finale. But if I would have done and made the finale better, it would be like maybe the Lincoln's can't do it. So then, like maybe newer characters, including like including like the including like Yakko, Yakko and Dot, 
including Inkling Yakuako and Dodd, maybe some Hanna-Barbera characters, maybe some Tiny Toons, maybe Tom and Jerry themselves, maybe some anime characters from Crunchyroll. Like seriously, I want to see Gintoki Sakata playing basketball against against Kyrie Irving. Come on, you you do not want to see you wouldn't you wouldn't want to see him playing basketball against Kyrie Irving. Because he's kind of playing basketball against Kyrie Irving or one of the Joe Stars literally playing ball or the Joe Stars playing ball or I don't know maybe maybe some other characters that I would want to play ball play ball seriously Car you, have Car you have the rights to Cartoon Network Hanna Barbera Tom and Jerry and in Japan you have the rights to freaking Gintama freaking Gintama and Jojo's Bizarre Adventure and you made movies off of and you made and you made a live action movie off of Gintama. Seriously, you could have had Gintoki Sakata as one of the players against the bad guys, and the bad guys could have been could have been like basketball players enhanced with Warner Brothers villain powers instead of instead of Bird Man Bird instead of Man Bird Waterman Fireman Spider Woman Snake Woman. Robot Man and Robot Man. Why is there Robot Man? Who is like, who is writing this? And yes, it's still getting memed on because there's also a scene in the trailer where LeBron literally writes the names of, literally wants to use Superman from DC Comics, the Iron Giant from the Iron Giant, King Kong. and Gandalf from Lord of the Rings. He could have just had Bugs say, yeah, no, we're gonna use my guy. I think Bugs say, yeah, no, we're gonna use my guys, but like, what if for like the new legacy, they add like newer characters to play basketball? Like maybe you could have like the newer, the later characters that, weren't, that aren't like Looney Tunes like step out and, and just like go, hey, we want our time to shine. You can see like the Cartoon Network, maybe like, the twos get replaced like with the Cartoon Network characters or something, or like the Hanna Barbera or Tom and Jerry, and like they all team up to like stop them. Like you literally see LeBron witnessing as like each of the characters does the dunk in their own unique way. Like the Powerpuff Girls use their speed, or Powerpuff Girls like use their speed against the robot guy. Um, Tom and Jerry. Tom literally chases Jerry and like. He trips, he makes different, different, different people, like, get knocked into each other. Uh, you could have Gintoki Sakata literally use his sword and just hit a guy and he hits another guy. You could have, like, Jotaro uses, you could have, you could have Jotaro use his stand and, like, use it to dribble the ball. I just dribble the ball with the stand being the, you know, the other guys. You could have, you could have like Finn and Jake. You could have like Jake doing that Michael Jordan long hand dunk from the first movie. Like that would have made it so much better than what we actually got. And also I've been hearing there's going to be a scene where they go into the first movie. I'm not lying. There's going to be a scene where they go into the first movie. What? is even going on and yes it's mentally insane i think it would have been better if they had 
more modern the Looney Tunes training a new generation, like in Tiny Toons. Like I would have wanted like a, a Warner if I would have made a Warner Looney Tunes movie, I I would have wanted to be like a Warner like a Looney Tunes slash Hanna Barbera slash Tom and Jerry X Cartoon Network series. Like I would have wanted like an entire movie of like the Looney Tunes winding up in the Cartoon Network world and then having to train a new generation of characters and then having to deal with the new generation of characters as being the Cartoon Network characters along with Hanna-Barbera and Tom and Jerry and they'd all team up to fight one a Cartoon Network villain that like somehow has wanted them to come together for and it really accidentally makes them come together for some reason and the finale they get saved by like Batman the Animated Series Batman Superman and the Teen Titans Come on, that would work, and I would have won, like, also in the finale, they could, one thing I say in the finale, but, like, Batman, the, like, the DC animated universe version of Batman and Superman, and then the original Teen Titans, and also, uh, anime characters. Like, that would be cool, but I know that ain't gonna work, so, uh, yeah, this is just a hyperspace gem, too, but, uh, this is, this is getting on really long, so, if you're reading this, this, this is gone for too long and this is going to be the extra manifesto part of the podcast so I think I've done my duty here and I hope by the time of Space Jam 2 I might update this episode with more stuff and it's going to be interesting I just hope it gets better it needs help please hi uh, this is a short finalizing update I just Decided to make for an episode that I produced a very long time ago, the Warner Revival Trilogy. This was before we knew anything about Space Jam 2, before the trailer came out and all that other stuff. And before I want to say, um, a spoiler that I forgot, Bugs Bunny dies. Um, a YouTuber predicted that Bugs Bunny dies in the movie. I don't know, I think his name was Super Eyepatch Wolf. He made up this, like, dumb Looney Tunes... Space Jam 2 made-up sequel that he thought was the real Space Jam 2. It, it was a dumb April Fool's joke. It was, like, really, really dumb. Much like how you thought he was going to talk about Tamatola in the Tamatola was going to talk about Tamatola in the Tamatola video, but no, we have an adventure where we have to meet the, the bunch of other YouTubers and Goth Hattie, and what? Um, it was dumb. Much like the Borderline Forever and whatever, but... Um... He predicted that Bugs Bunny would die, and also I really had to update the Space Jam 2 one with all of the news. So, here we go. Yeah, here we go. This is the Space Jam 2 New Legacy update and finalizing with some review accumulations. And A. I didn't update the Rotten Tomatoes score, but I'm saying it's way lower than the original Space Jam, so, yeah. Ahem. Third movie, Space Jam 2 into Legacy 2021. Plot. On a trip to the WWE lot, LeBron James and his son Dom get abducted by War Machine. He steals Dom and tells he steals this Dom and tells LeBron the only way he can his son back is by being in a game of basketball created from the son's own video game. I forgot to add that, but yeah. LeBron, LeBron declines, so War Machine sends him to the rejects, the Lanterns. Now LeBron has to reunite, has to unite the Lanterns, including Bugs 
Lincoln's Bugs Money, Daffy Duck, Tweety Sylvester, The Roadrunner, Wally Coyote, Speed Gonzales, Gossamer, Foghorn Leghorn, The Tasmanian Devil, Granny, Foghorn Leghorn, The Tasmanian Devil, Elmer Fudd, Yosemite Sam, Porky Pig, and Lola Bunny to do the first Space Jam all over again. Also, LeBron is a cartoon CG until the until the middle of the movie because it's not the end and not in the end. And the Looney Tunes turn CGI in a very body horror-esque sequence. They also mention this entire movie takes place in sort of where all Wormy's properties are. And around the side, the Looney Tunes had to fight video game upgraded version of the NBA and WNBA's players, while players made by, made with scanning technology. While also having to fight for LeBron's social media followers because War Machine wants them trapped in the serververse for SOME reason! The movie ends with Bugs almost dying and he and the other Looney Tunes go to E3. No, they just crashed into LeBron's house, I forgot that. Franchise being revived, Looney Tunes slash Space Jam. Franchise being emulated, Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah, I'm saying Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle. I know this is trying to emulate the first one by being a commercial. No, this is literally trying to emulate Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle. Ahem. Basically the same plot. Main element of franchise being revived becomes digitized. The Jumanji game becoming a video game. Looney Tunes world now being a part of this, like, server multiverse. Main character is a celebrity that winds up transforming. LeBron becomes a cartoon until the end. Looney Tunes transform as well into CG. And also the celebrity, the other basketball players become uh, weird snake people. And also Ernie Johnson Jr. and... And Lil Rel Howry are there for some reason as the commentators. Why? But in Jumanji, it's the teens becoming famous celebrities, which would be The Rock, Karen Gillan, Kevin Hart, and Jack Black. The villain is the game itself. Well, duh, because... Because evil, evil Don Cheadle wants to control the game. Buff Don Cheadle is controlling the game, and Jumanji is a, is an evil game itself. Tells you not either does not say Jumanji two or Space Jam two. Well, duh. Ahem. Now this is the longest history development of the Space Jam two. Here we go. Initially developed in 1996, shortly after the first film was released, people were with the main people working on it and Michael Jordan reprising his role. The films were going to be designed by Bob Camp, one of the creators of Ren Stimpy, one of the creators of Ren Stimpy. Jordan did not agree to star in the sequel, and people were alleged that they were making the sequel, but in actuality they weren't, and it was canned. It was eventually canceled. Multiple ideas were workshopped, including Varsity Bugs, a movie where where the Williamsons have to team up with a counselor to defeat evil CGI abominations, which I don't know why he could have just had, like, Looney Tunes versus Cartoon Network or something, and that would have worked better. Looney Tunes versus, like, Looney Tunes, Hanna-Barbera, and Tom and Jerry versus Cartoon Network, and I'm like, that would have worked as a good movie, and I'm like, I don't know why that movie hasn't potentially happened. Hasn't potentially happened, but I digress. Other movies include which would have which one of them which one of them eventually we'll get to later. Race Jam with Jeff Gordon, Golf Jam with Tiger Woods, and Skate Jam with Golf Jam with Tiger Woods, and finally Spy Jam with Jackie Chan, with which was eventually turned to Space Jam Two with Brendan Fraser and Jenna L, with, which was canceled for Looney Tunes back in action with Brendan Fraser and Jenna Elfman. 
Another film called Skate Jam was in development with Tony Hawk, was canceled and back in action. Didn't do too well at the box office. Ahem. Possibly there's another one called Varsity Bugs, one of the directors of Secret Life of Pets is the writer. It was eventually revived in 2014 with a Ron James in starring role, initially produced by Charlie Ebersole, a script by Will Ebersole, and was going to have Justin Lin of Fast and Furious fame directing. In 2016, it was announced Streamer along with Andrew Dodge and Momentino. In 2018, Lin left the project and handed, and handed the directing and writing reins to Terrence Nance. In 2018, they announced it was going to be produced, the film was going to be produced by Ryan Coogler. In 2019, Ryan Coogler and Seth Onahan were going to write the script after Nance left the project. The final script credits went to Joel Taylor, Tony Rademacher, Keen Coogler, and Terrence Nance, and multiple others I forgot about. 2019, Nance left the project to crave differences and replaced with Malcolm B. Lee. In 2020, a leaked teaser for the movie was shown. He's the there were not going to be other there were going to be multiple Warner Media properties, not just locations in the movie. And initially, the opposing team was going to be villains from those franchises and also some other technicalities I cannot get into. Uh, maybe Don Chill is an exec, maybe not. Eh. Around the same time, the synopsis is leaked as well by a famous writer on a couple series. Came and cast along with the run include Don Cheadle War Machine as the antagonist, Algae Rhythm, Cedric Joe, Sekonia Martin Green, Sierra J. Wright, Harper Lee Alexander as LeBron's movie family, Larry Cameron is by Ernie Johnson Jr., Lil Ro Howery, Michael B. Jordan, Stephen Yuen, Sarah Silverman, Slink Johnson, and Michael Jordan is mentioned multiple times, and they kind of have some references to different celebrities. The list of cast includes Jeff Bergman as Bug Sylvester Yosemite Sam, while also what? Also guest voicing as Fred Flintstone and Yogi Bear. Eric Bauza was also in the movie as Porky, Daffy, Porky, Foghorn, Elmer, and Marvin. Bob Bergen was Tweety, Zendaya, for some dumb reason, because they tried to put Cassidy, but then they're like, celebrity friend with LeBron as Lola. Jim Cummings and Fred Tashore as the Tasmanian Devil, Gabriel Zeiss being Gonzalez, Kenny Miles Granny. Other ones include Wally Coyote, Gossamer, the Roadrunner. K9, Nasty Canasta, and the Nerdblocks. Antagonist team includes Clay Thompson as Wetfire, Slash Rose reference, Anthony Davis as the Brow, nickname reference, Sammy Lawrence as Kronos, Dame Time reference, Deanna Rossi as White Mama, nickname reference, and Nureka Mike as Arachnica, name reference. All in appear in a live-action cameo where they get scanned. With guest voices by Rosario Dawson as Wonder Woman and Justin Roiland as Rick and Morty. With music by Chris Bowers. Animation by ILM and Warner Brothers. It was released in July 18, 2021 and released on in theaters and HBO Max due to COVID. Critical response, it was now 31% instead of 36, I think. And the pros of the animation and the cons were too much plot similarity. Out of all of these, the highest rated was, in this aftermath, was Scoop. Scoop is the highest rated out of all of these. Which goes to show you that Hanna-Barbera, specifically Scooby-Doo, is doing better than Tom and Jerry or Looney Tunes. 
But if I were to make some recommendations to counterpoint the arguments, because... Yeah, we're going to have to counterpoint all these arguments. Number one, Scoob. Watch Scooby-Doo and Guess Who, and also the new Hanna Barbera series, Jellystone. They're good counterpoints to Scoob in that they're better in how they execute doing the Hanna Barbera properties and the characters, and also Scoob and also Scooby-Doo and Guess Who have some references to other Hanna Barbera properties. So yeah, Tom and Jerry. Um, I'm going to say Tom and Jerry show. Currently, they haven't solved the Tom and Jerry show problem, but I'm going to say along with that and along with another one, that being, um, well, Tom and Jerry show and along with another more problematic idea, that being, uh, Tom and Jerry show and another one being... Tom and Jerry's show, and another more problematic idea being its New York spinoff based off the movie. Um, I would also recommend the uh, special shorts that they put on HBO Max that were done by the Lindsay's cartoon crew, which, eh, you can, you can look at those. Speaking of which, Space Jam 2, Lindsay's cartoons, watch it! That is all. Thank you, and uh, that's a big discussion that I could have for another day. And uh, good night. Wow.